I'm Laura Broderick, and you're listening to The Mother of All Solutions. Stories from mums as they navigate their return to work. So why do you want to start a podcast? Well, I really want to record and share some of the mums' stories of their returns to work, really. I mean, I think there's a lot of mums who I've met on maternity leave, with my second child, that is, who've had to negotiate and really think hard and really have some tricky conversations with their family members, with their colleagues, with their managers about how they're going to get back to work and how they're going to manage that balance of being a successful professional and also being a present and engaged mum. And I think those stories are all very different and all very valuable. And I think there's lessons to be learned and shared to the benefit of other mums, but also to the benefit of employers as nature of work is being researched and thought through and hopefully changing. Um, so I think it's you know a good time to do this. And the mums I want to record and share the stories over, not meaning to diminish anyone, but you know, we're ordinary mums, we're not celebrities, we've not got, you know, high profiles, but we've all got, you know, really good stories of our own situations that will resonate with others. And I think there's a forum for it and podcast seems to be a good way to get the messages out there and hopefully people will enjoy them. It's And so you've got a you're talking about a kind of a working title. Yeah, so we I've got this idea in mind for this series, um, The Mother of All Solutions. Um as women are on maternity leave or trying to balance part-time work even there's the idea of how do they get to that point of finding that balance um so thinking about the solution that they've reached and how they've reached that so thinking about negotiations they've had to have stresses and difficulties but also some good conversations around possibilities like how could a mother be beneficial to a workplace even if that individual wants to come back on a flexible working pattern or reduced hours pattern having somebody with experience um who's got a valid contribution to make to the workforce even if it is for fewer hours of the day the week the month and how they then can have that impact and how they've reached that solution um so yes the working title is mother of all solutions because it is predominantly a series about mothers um, although I do want to hear from some fathers as well and some people who are doing the shared um, maternity-paternity leave because I think that's um, going to be an interesting angle as, as people are working through the balance of their work life and family as a whole. So yes, um, that's the working title, Mother of All Solutions. We've got a few brilliant mums lined up to hear from um, and hopefully we can you know, get some more insights along the way as we meet more mums through this project and more mums listen and maybe want to give their story and have their voice in this, what I think is going to be a really important area for the future. Because work is kind of changing in terms of, you know, how, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the gig economy and people kind of getting trapped into sort of zero hours jobs and that being a problem and how, people with experience might not always want to work, you know, a nine to five full time. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the nature of work, there is more flexibility probably than say 10, 15 years ago as 
you're, there's less stability as well yeah. so in the sense of flexibility might have come out of something negative whereas really it should be coming out of something positive yeah. as in this is about creating you know choices for people who are able to manage their time and their professionalism with appropriate behavior it's not about being a slacker or um wanting to leave early it's actually like I've got to balance different things in my life and it might not always be parenting it might be hobbies interests and it's one of the things we've talked about isn't it Owen how you want to balance your other interests with your work as well yeah. as yeah. being in a job that you care about um so yeah there's lots of ways that flexibility and the changing nature of work is happening but I think the needs to be more to happen for, for women particularly um but coming from a positive starting point rather than as a result yeah. of um an unstable time <laughs> yeah. we talked a little bit about entrepreneurialism and mm. about how that was driving you know if women are restricted in terms of their no, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm returning i'm being a bad mother and just muting the baby <laughs> monitor yeah. we're talking about oh. <laughs> entrepreneurialism and about yeah that maybe being a drive and how women are kind of i mean this is what you're effectively doing you're saying yeah i you know want to do something else and to kind of create a a job and how that's you know some of the stories about women who are being on you know through um uh, being kind of bounced into it really but being entrepreneurial and then starting their own businesses and creating their own jobs because the jobs they were in have ceased to become available to them yeah and i, I wouldn't say i'm entrepreneurial by nature it's i'm a little bit of a risk adverse person um and i've also come from a family background where my two parents had one career and stayed in public sector jobs all their lives so um very passionate about what they did but you know they entered a profession and stayed in that profession and worked hard in that role um and not necessarily from a creative background either they were both well my mum's a pharmacist my dad's a psychologist um so I had that as my experience growing up and then within my own career I haven't been able to replicate that and nor did I think I wanted to replicate that I think I went to art school and I did a few different things and I've met different personalities along the way but jumping back to your point the entrepreneurial nature of women now or mothers now um is fantastic and as I've met mums through neighborhood links play groups um whatever else um I've seen that more and more and I think it's really fascinating and I'm sure we'll hear from a few mums who are doing that in a more structured way than I'll be doing it in my yeah. own path and my own career and I think yeah I think it's fantastic that people do maybe have a few different things on the go whether it's a a more typical office job and a, a role that they've maybe had before and then something new that they've maybe always had the desire to do but haven't always had the confidence and then actually they've had to reflect on the way they work and even their own um not their personality changes but their <laughs> um their confidence might shift for the yeah. better and um, not just for the worse like motherhood can knock your confidence um, and that's one of the things we'll be exploring through the mother of all solutions is thinking about how almost no those negotiations about returns to work can knock yeah. your confidence and put some women off going back to work but also but, motherhood can boost your confidence yeah. you kind of are developing new skills and new um new traits not personality changes traits is maybe the right way to say it um 
and that can help you be entrepreneurial yeah. and there's there will be one or two mums that we interview that will express that and tell you about what they've done yeah. and tell us much more eloquently than <laughs> I'm telling you now <laughs> but you're creating a space for people to tell those stories and tell them I guess that the title is in, is inherently positive mm. you know you know there are positive stories to tell yeah yeah and my background is in what I studied and then what I've predominantly worked in has been linked to architecture and I've had examples of knowing people who've been entrepreneurial in that whether they've set up their own businesses or had to leave architecture for different reasons and then maybe you know gone into being client advisors or um, educators or workshop leaders or whatever else they've done with it but up until being a mum I haven't really met people from lots of other professional backgrounds um and so now I'm meeting people from lots of different walks of life and just seeing how they balance entrepreneurialism is fascinating and so yes we'll we'll get some good stories I hope tell me who you are we know each other tell me (laughs) who you are I'm Laura Broderick I'm a mum who's currently on maternity leave. I've got two children, um, baby Casper, who's sat on my knee at this minute, and an elder, an older elder. 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 <laughs> yeah, sounds that sounds like, wrong, doesn't yeah. it? She's a wise five-year-old. Um, an older Beyond girl. Years, yeah, yeah, she is a bit. Rowan, um, who's in reception. Um, live in South London, but I'm from outside of Newcastle. Um, I am on maternity leave, so obviously my second round of maternity leave. I'm currently a programme manager, I'm working within arts education. Um, my background is I studied architecture, but then moved into working on education and cultural projects. Um, so sort of doing project management and programme management within that. <laughs> and who am I then? Tell me who, who's, uh, what am I doing helping you? Well, you're a former colleague um, and now a friend. And also a bit of a podcast pro, um, I'm having sure about that. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely um, having established the Architecture Masters series, which is going from strength to strength. Um, but yes, as my former colleague, you're also my line manager at the time when I was going off on maternity leave with my first yeah, with, baby, with yeah. Rowan, and um, so I had to announce my pregnancy yeah. and intention to to go on maternity leave to yeah. you then. Um, yeah. So it's very out. <laughs> How was, I don't actually, I don't think I remember you having to announce it, but it's a nervous thing to go and tell your boss at the time, I'm pregnant. Completely. And I think, I I remember the room we were sat in actually, I I remember it really vividly because we were working on London Festival of Architecture at the time, who you're now working working for. for. (laughs) Um, And I remember we were sat in the meeting room at the RIBA at their, not in their headquarters, but in one of their... Um, crappy little offices (laughs) one of their (laughs) other offices I was going to say um but still on Portland Place I think at the time it was it was a little bit nerve-wracking but also you were very pleasant and not meaning to sound negative but you were very neutral about it in a good way you know you didn't express alarm you're like these things happen this is you know part of life um people have children and not just mums you know other people are involved in that you know fathers are part of the process or other partners um so yes you were I think you were good <laughs> <laughs> it's no as funny as she is a line manager nobody gives you training about mm. you know how you 
I think neutral is interesting because mm. it probably was. A, and I thought neutral was probably the best. To be honest, when someone says, when someone you're supposed to be, I mean, to be fair, I never managed it. You did your own thing. But yeah, when someone says, can we have a work? Can we have a chat? Mm. You think, oh God. Which one is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's, this is one of two things. Yeah. This is, I've got another job. <laughs> or, um, which is absolutely what you don't want to hear. <laughs> or... Yeah, or it's something else. So you can tell mm. from some of the tone in someone's voice that mm. you know, they're kind of say, so, yeah, how do you make someone feel comfortable and how do you mm. kind of not... Uh, um... So it's interesting. Okay, mm. so you, that was your first maternity leave. First maternity uh, leave, and you, yeah. you were away for how long? I took 10 months then. Okay. And I came back to work on a part-time pattern. So I had been working a full-time position of five mm. days and I came back on three days a week. And, and probably, I mean... It's one of the things as an employer, this is one of the things as an employer, I reckon you get, you know, people do as much in three days as they did in five. Do you not think? Yeah, I had to um, cut out some of the projects I'd been working on. And luckily at the time, there was someone else in the office who um, was able to pick up some of those um, events and projects. And so it actually managed quite well. And also I'd been at the RIDA for quite a while. So I felt quite, luckily, I suppose I felt quite, I wouldn't say established because I don't think you ever feel fully established somewhere, especially if you're not in a senior position, which is another thing I think we can touch upon in this series. But I felt comfortable enough um, to ask for that um, and to be able to work through a solution of how it it could work for me and for um, another part-time member of staff and also for the organisation. I think me being on maternity leave this time, I'm currently at that point of... Um, working through my return the past couple of weeks spent a lot of time um, speaking with HR um, <laughs> colleagues and management and so I'm working through that now and hopefully again I'm going to get to a good solution so I I feel quite privileged in the sense that I am able to manage motherhood and work or at least that's what we're aiming for yeah. <laughs> Um, how well I'm managing. So is it easier second time around asking or knowing the questions to no, ask? No, I or? don't think it's easier second time. I don't think it matters how many children. I think it depends on your own confidence and position. I'm Talk when I went mu- on multitasking here. Yeah, yeah multitasking. Um, I think I was on a permanent contract first time round, whereas this time round I've been on a short-term contract so there's a different nature of the type of contract and again I think we'll pick up on some of that in this series as in changing nature of work there's some positives around flexibility of working that's coming up through choice but there's also some negativity around the fact that people are on shorter term contracts so that means that flexibility is a result of something negative rather than yeah. <laughs> um, a good way of working in the future um, so yes, I don't think it's been easier this time around. And I think from the mums I've met, I would say pretty much it's the same. I don't think second child means mm. it's going to be easier because you've done it once already and therefore you can enter a system and easily be like, I'm pregnant and this is what yeah. I want from yeah. my work and my personal life and how I'm going to balance it. It's a unique situation each time and it needs to be worked through and negotiated yeah. again Um and so each each time is unique. Yeah, we could say, I was going to say a little bit, and I don't know if you yeah. would mind me saying this, I was going to say, it seems interesting that you're like helping me with this when you're male and also not yeah. 
don't have any I don't kids. have caring responsibilities, no. but we no. also wanted to explore. I struggle enough to care for myself. <laughs> I'm interested. I mean, what's interesting for me, I think, I think the kind of nature for a lot of people of working mm. nine to five and having a job for your entire life mm. is kind of on its way out. And actually, I'm wondering whether mothers particularly are kind of through often negative situations are kind of forced mm. to like reconfront their re- confront the kind of work that they're doing and apply mm. for part-time work whereas otherwise you know they might just carry on doing what they were always doing mm. and whether actually you know what you know what we can learn from that really in terms mm. of like i'm interested in doing other things i love my job yeah. but i want to do other stuff and experiment and you know, so whether that entrepreneurial, you know, there's so many women who, that's uh, why your title, Mother of All Solutions, mm. have come up with a way of um, changing the role of how they work, I think is really interesting. Yeah. And I think there's a lot for men to learn from that too, yeah. actually, about taking, you know, seizing the initiative and doing something different in how they work. And, and also around flexibility as well as there's lots of, People think, oh, right, well, mothers are more of a liability, okay? Yeah. They've, they're they going to have to have time off when a baby's sick yeah. or even there's nits or something, you know, whatever <laughs> is going on in a child, a small child, especially yeah. small children. I should say I'm focusing <laughs> just because my experience is small children. Yeah. I haven't got yeah. to that stage of, oh, good clapping. Um, but, but the skills, you know, are, we're talking about skills and things. We're talking about, you know, the kind of ability to multitask and to deal with crises in kind of calm you know, well, not term- always calm. No, but, but yeah. in terms of getting like, um, <laughs> you know, that's you know, you can either fill a, mm. a role with someone who's experienced and able to do lots of things. Yeah, you know, it's, it's that experience, I think, and you know, for employers, there's a real opportunity to get someone in who's doesn't maybe want a full-time role, but you mm. know, um, part-time roles I think can be really advantageous for business. Yeah, but there, there has to be. Um more change to allow that conversation to happen in a much more positive manner rather than feeling like you're asking something a little bit naughty or that you want that forever and you know how do people dip in and out of these life changes and um, be able to sort of manage those conversations without some sort of feeling of pressure and some feeling of well once I've said it that's the way it is forever and I can't go back to anything else Um, and so I think that flexibility needs to apply for everyone. But obviously it's, you know, a particular moment in a mother's life with young children that it really, really is imperative. And I think that's why we want to make this series to try and highlight some of that, some of those journeys, some of those solutions. Yeah. Um, but obviously there will have been some stresses along the way and we want to call for some change, really. We want employers to think not just about typing up a policy, but yeah. seeing those women especially as individuals with their own um, issues their own ideas to how they could manage the flexible flexible working and how they could um, be a good employee but also still continue to be a good good parent yeah you've been listening to the mother of all solutions The Mother of All Solutions is produced and hosted by Laura Broderick and edited by me, Owen Wainhouse. Music for this episode is Night and Day by D. Yan Key, licensed under Creative Commons via the Free Music Archive.